This is Experience Wisconsin with John McCure on WTMJ. Welcome into Experience Wisconsin. Hope you're having a great weekend. I know it's been soggy. I know the leaves have peaked up north. But you know down here, even with the rain, there's still a lot of color on the trees, and I love this time of year. What a crazy week. 80 degrees during the week. Not only did we break the record earlier in the week for the date, when it got to 82 degrees in Milwaukee earlier in the week, that's the latest it's ever been that warm. Never later, never later. What a crazy week. And now it's cooled down big time, but that's okay. Fall is here, and there's a lot of stuff to do. We're going to focus on Milwaukee on this week's show. Wherever you live in the state, Milwaukee kind of drives it. Milwaukee's kind of the engine. We're going to swing you around the state on different episodes of Experience Wisconsin. And this week, we focus on our great city here, the biggest city in the state, the Marcus Center. They've got fantastic stuff going on. We check in with the Marcus Center a little bit later on in the show. And the Milwaukee Public Museum is a gem for families, for adults, for children. It's the Milwaukee Public Museum. And then a special treat later on in the show, my friend Mike Spaulding, who you hear on WTMJ, will stop by for a little conversation about what he loves about Wisconsin. It's Experience Wisconsin on WTMJ. Welcome back to Experience Wisconsin with John McCure on WTMJ. Welcome back to Experience Wisconsin. Glad that you're with us for part of your weekend. Aaron Goff is the Education Events Coordinator at the Milwaukee Public Museum, and I'm so excited that she is with us. Thank you so much for being here, Aaron. Thank you for having me. The Public Museum at Halloween. This is going to be a great time. Tell me what's going on out there for Halloween. Yeah, so on Halloween night, we have a really fun double header. Um, it features one of our MPM exposed tours, and then you can pair that with a planetarium show. So guests have the opportunity to take a tour of the exhibit halls with our museum educators, um, and then they can head to the planetarium for a space program. That sounds awesome, a double header. How fun is that? Two for one. So what's the planetarium show about right now? Well, not to be a downer, but it's about the death of the universe. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, during that show, <laughs> um, guests will learn how eventually the Earth will incinerate and the sun will swell into a, a red giant um, and become an iridescent, ghostly nebula. Whoa, um, that's intense. Worry, yeah, but don't worry. We're talking about a billion years from now, okay. so we have a little bit of time. <laughs> So we bought our little time. I bet it's incredible, though. The shows in the planetarium are gorgeous. That is such a special place. Yeah, and Halloween evening is the only chance to see this show. Um, so we, we highly recommend you coming that night. Aaron Goff is with us from the Milwaukee Public Museum. All right, I want to hear about the tour, the MPM Exposed Tour. What can you tell me about that? Yeah, our Exposed Tours, are they're adult in nature. Um, they're meant to highlight or expose. Um, the things in the museum that you may have overlooked or things that don't have labels for explanation. Um, and then you hear the stories that you wouldn't get to otherwise. Um, these tours are also meant to be fun and interactive. So in between the talking, we also play a few games as well. That's fun. So it's kind of interactive. You're there with a group of people. Uh, tell me about the Decline, Decay, and Death, and death Tour. Okay. Um, yep, that's one of our exposed tours. And during this tour... Um, we're kind of fitting with the Halloween spirit, but the guests will learn about causes, practices, beliefs, um, unexpected stories all around death from diver diverse cultures around the world. So it's perfect um, for Halloween, this, right? Yeah, yep. And during this tour, we're going to be taking a deep dive into topics such as vampirism, mummification, um, and some difficult choices people have had to make on the high seas. Ooh, so this is something that's special just for this time of year, or is that tour always available? This is the only time this year this one's available. 
That is so cool. Aaron Goff is with us from the Milwaukee Public Museum. Uh, looking ahead to November, several events planned for Native American Heritage Month. I guess the first question is, why is it important that we in the museum celebrate and honor Native American heritage? Yeah, I mean, we recognize and celebrate Native American heritage all year round, um, but it's really important for MPM to uplift Indigenous voices and experiences during a Native American Heritage Month as well. Um, the museum's collections, I mean, we have a vast number of Native American cultural items. We work closely with tribal members throughout the year to develop programming and, and to do other initiatives. Um, this November, we're, we're really thrilled to have the support from Potawatomi to provide the special programming throughout the entire month. Um, and besides the programming, we're also including free admission for Wisconsin tribal members all of November. Oh, that's cool. So what are a couple of the special programs and promotions going on for the Heritage Month? Yeah, so we're going to kick off the month um, on November 2nd, which is our free admission day called Cole Thank You Thursday. Admission is free to all on this day. Um, we'll have special presentations from MPM staff and community partners. They're going to be discussing items from our collections, um, things that you don't always get to see, and then also highlighting local artwork. Um, Besides that day, we've got a free virtual lecture. That's Thursday, November 9th, and mm -hmm. that's given by Dawn Cheratome, who is our curator of anthropology collections. She's going to be discussing how MPM cares for our collections and works with different indigenous tribes. Um, and then throughout the entire month, we have museum educators on the exhibit floors. Um, this is happening at various times. It's going to be pop-up learning opportunities about Native American heritage. Um, and we also have docents that will be giving tours every Saturday at 11 o'clock. That sounds so um, cool. All of this stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, lots of great stuff. So how can people get tickets? What time is the show we talked about earlier? Information, all of that stuff. Yeah, well, everything is on our website, which is mpm.edu, um, specifically for the Halloween programming. The planetarium program is at 6.30 p.m. Um, we still have a few spots left for our 5.30 p.m. tour. Um, if the tour tickets do sell out, guests are still able to purchase just the planetarium show tickets. So plenty of tickets left for that. So that, as well as all other Native American heritage related resources can all be found on our website. So we, we, had, we advise you to check it out there. mpm.edu, that's the website. Check it out. Aaron Goff is the Education Events Coordinator at the Milwaukee Public Museum. Aaron, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I just love what they do there. So many different things. Check it out. Put it on your list. It is the Milwaukee Public Museum. Another great gem in Milwaukee is the Marcus Center for the Performing Arts. We give you the scoop on what they've got coming up this fall. That's up next when Experience Wisconsin continues. Welcome back to Experience Wisconsin with John McCure on WTMJ. Hey, hey, welcome back to Experience Wisconsin. Hope you're having a fantastic weekend. Maybe a little indoor, maybe a little outdoor. It's that weekend before Halloween where everybody just gets ready. It's going to be a chilly Halloween, but that's okay. It's going to be all right. Hey, at the Marcus Center, right here in downtown Milwaukee, they've got some very cool stuff coming up. Lori Bowman is the VP of Marketing and Communication for the Marcus Performing Arts Center. Lori, thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you, John. Tell us about the upcoming shows. This is a beautiful venue. It's a gem in our community, and the talent is extraordinary. Tell us about some of the upcoming shows that you're excited about. Well, thank you for all, all of that, and I could not agree more. And as usual, we are busy at the Marcus Center. And, you know, starting off this weekend with the Milwaukee Ballet doing their performance of Dracula. Ooh. What a perfect time for uh, this Halloween weekend uh, <laughs> to kick off. 
And uh, right after that, we go directly into B, the Underwater Bubble Show, which is totally unique. (laughs) Uh, It defies description. Uh, We've been pointing everyone to the video on our website because it is such an immersive, and I I use that term, um, you know, all puns intended, because it (laughs) takes you on a underwater adventure and it is uh, you know illusion bubbles lasers uh, technology galore and but if you think about something beautiful like a Cirque du Soleil that is how I would describe that performance and not only do we have a public performance mm-hmm. on November 2nd uh, at seven o'clock, uh, it's seven o'clock because we know that um, this will be very good for families. Yes, it's good for adults as well as children. But uh, I think families will particularly appreciate enjoying this together. Um, but we start off that day here at Marcus Center, welcoming nineteen hundred school children oh, wow. uh, to a student matinee, and that's uh, that's our first student matinee of the season. We actually have seven this year. That's cool. So um, those are always thrilling and and so, oh, I don't know, gratifying for us to watch kids walk into our venue and just get so excited. I do absolutely love that. And I also love the Johnson Financial Group Broadway at the Marcus Center Series. This is magical when you guys bring Broadway into Milwaukee. And the following week, the next one of those is here, right? Yes. Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird. And, you know, not only is this, you know, the the Pulitzer Prize winning uh, story that that people know, but this is an adaptation um, by Aaron Sorkin. And so it is, you know, it is bringing a fresh take on this classic, uh, still so true to the story. And of course, it stars. Richard Thomas. Mm. Uh, so we are very excited to welcome him. And uh, he extended his tour. Uh, he is so taken with this show and so dedicated to this show. And we just we can't wait to have him here. I've seen Wicked. I've seen Hamilton. I've seen The Lion King. I've seen so many things from Broadway there here in Milwaukee at the Marcus. How important and how special is that Broadway series? It is very special. Uh, it is uh, the the mainstay of our programming. Of course, it, it we have been doing this for many years, and we now have our additional presented programs, but Broadway is always going to be at the heart because there are eight performances in a week, and we welcome over 7,000 subscribers as well as our single ticket buyers. So it is a a huge uh, outpouring of audience, and, uh, you know, we just finished Aladdin, and, you know, mm-hmm. I was invigorated every time I walked into that venue and and saw people enjoying that show. And, and what is unique this year is that we have two plays on the season, so To Kill a Mockingbird is the first, and this is very unusual for us to have straight plays rather than musicals, yeah. and I'll what a way to do it. Uh, this show has gotten such high acclaim across the country, and we're just thrilled to have it. And Richard Thomas is special. I mean, that's going to make this a whole yes. other level, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Some real star power there. And what a gracious, 
beautiful human being he is. And to tell this story with such heart and emotion, uh, you know, I, we, are, we are very committed here at Marcus Center to all of our racial equity, diversity, and inclusion mm-hmm. efforts. And this story, uh, you know, when you think about it and, and think about um, the change that, that um, you know, is at the heart of this story, it is, it is just near and dear to our hearts. It is an important play. It's going to be an entertaining play. What's the website, Lori, if people want more information on all the stuff that we're talking about? It is marcuscenter.org. It's that easy, marcuscenter.org. It's one of the special places we have in town. Make sure you check it out. Lori Bowman is with the Marcus. So good to have you on the show, Lori. Thank you so much. Well, it was my honor. Thank you, John. Uh Uh-huh. All right. If you haven't experienced that Broadway series, it really is something super special. Up next, WTMJ's Mike Spaulding on what he finds special about Wisconsin. Welcome back to Experience Wisconsin with John McCure on WTMJ. Welcome back to Experience Wisconsin. Mike Spaulding is the Assistant Program Director at WTMJ Radio, and you hear him on the air sometimes as well. Mike, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me, John. This is going to be fun, talking Wisconsin. You have a real connection to Wisconsin. You, like me, born and raised in Illinois, but you've got some pretty special memories in Wisconsin, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. My wife and I got married right along the shoreline of Lake Michigan in Kenosha, which I know is like an eye raiser for, like, oh, Kenosha. (laughs) It was gorgeous. We... You know, you get like the lake view. Our thought was, hey, we live in southeast Wisconsin. Lake Michigan's like our biggest asset. Let's try and find a place that works for everybody. And we decided on Kenosha. We had a really beautiful venue just kind of north of the Harbor District along 7th Street. Um, And our photo, our wedding photos, like we got them by a lighthouse. It looks like we're near the ocean. And we have family that comes up. My family's in St. Louis. And uh, my wife's family's in Chicago. And they all came up. And to this day, we just celebrated five years rave about like the the Kenosha Harbor like they're just amazing you can get so close That's to the lake so cool. yeah it's great what time of year did you get married we uh October 6th was our date oh of 2018 gosh. so what perfect timing time. beautiful it was a little rainy in the morning but then sunny in the afternoon weather was gorgeous the lake looked fantastic because you get that kind of yeah. early evening sunset yeah. a little bit which was uh awesome no it literally looked like a place that you would pay a million dollars for and it was much more affordable than that I love Kenosha and I think it's underrated you guys have had the chance now you've been in Wisconsin for several years to check out parts of our state are there a couple areas that jump out as special i'm going to sound extremely basic and say like the door county area my ideal yeah yeah, my ideal vacation really is anywhere where we can like get away from society a little bit and just kind of relax i'm not a beach person but i enjoy being near the water lake superior uh we had a chance to see last year and we did like the northern Wisconsin, tipped into Michigan a little bit, but kind of just did that that drive up there. And it was gorgeous. Lake Superior is, is unlike anything that I've ever yeah. seen before. It's different than Lake Michigan, isn't it? It completely different. It's so flat. It, it literally feels like a small lake, even though it is obviously part of the Great Lakes. Uh, so we really love going up north. We have a dog, and she enjoys going in the water and things like that. So anywhere we can get away, get like an Airbnb or a bed and breakfast and enjoy that part of the state, uh, we, we take advantage whenever we can. Did you go more towards Eagle River by the U? Did you go towards Bayfield? Like what part of northern Wisconsin did you check out? Yeah, so we did a little bit of both. We've had the pleasure of going three times. um, And I really love like the Marinette kind of area. Again, it's like the remoteness, which I really enjoy. Uh, My wife actually had a coworker who grew up on Washington Island. Oh, my gosh. Really? Off the tip of Door County? (laughs) Yes. She was like one of like eight kids in her class. 
super remote. <laughs> But her family uh, lived there. They were able to rent their house out to us. And so we spent some time like wow. way up in northern Wisconsin, which we really enjoyed as well. So do you have to take a ferry to get to Washington Island? Oh, uh, yeah, you do. Yeah, That's a little remote. ferry. Yes. Are there restaurants? Are there yeah, just there's, a little hotel? What's, what, there what's is like? stuff to do. Like there's a school there and there's a museum there. and huh. But, you know, it's kind of like I've never been to Cuba. But everyone that describes Cuba is like, hey, you can get anywhere in a day. You can see northeast, south, and west of the island, and you're there. That's what Washington County is like. Uh, I don't remember the place that we ended up actually staying, but it was like on the northeast portion of it, right along the water. It was uh, was gorgeous, and it was really cool to to really feel up north. I wonder how they feel being compared to Cuba. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) It wasn't a a one-to-one, but you know what I mean? Like you're... The remoteness, the yeah, yeah, I hear you. And like they they take it great pride in like being not yeah. just from like the Door County area, but like being on the island and kind of being separate from everybody else. So that was really uh, really gorgeous. But anywhere where there's trees and walking trails to go on and a nice, like I said, bed and breakfast or something like that, we're all in. Is there anything on your Wisconsin bucket list, either where you haven't been or a place you definitely want to get back to? Yeah, I would love to be able to go a little bit more northwest of here, like the Eau Claire area. I think yeah. La Crosse would be beautiful to be able to visit. Uh, then you go up in, like, what is it, like the Duluth kind of area, yeah. way, way Bayfield up. Bayfield and where the <laughs> ice caves are. And yes. The islands. I would like to do that, too. Yes, and we just, we, we haven't yet, and it's because we keep getting sucked back into the northeast part of the state. Like, we want to go, and then you're like, wow, we're going to just, you know, do a day drive up to Door County. And it's and easy, because you go to Bayfield. That's a long, that's like, I don't know what it is, five or six hour drive. Yes. It's yeah. far. So that, that it's on our to-do list. I really want to get up there maybe sometime this fall, perhaps, maybe in the early spring. You know, people don't do enough south either. I was excited to hear you talk about Kenosha. Kenosha's great. Lake Geneva, I think some people think touristy and think Illinois, but Lake Geneva's great. Everybody goes north. Yeah. Going south, there's great things. Yeah, no, absolutely. The drive is beautiful also. Um, I know it's not like southwest entirely, but like the Union Grove area, there's a bunch of old restaurants. It's just like such a really fun small town feel. Uh, that we really enjoy as well. We have a lot of friends that live in Illinois, and so sometimes we'll take like Highway 12 or Highway 50 yep. and kind of go through the smaller communities out there. But you're right, the, the south part of the state, the central part of the state, is super underrated. Mike Spalding is the assistant program director at WTMJ Radio. This was fun, Mike. Thanks for being with us. Appreciate you, John. Thank you. He's right, and I mean it. Got to get up north. That far northwest part of the state is absolutely beautiful in summer and in winter. I got to check that out. If you want to check out more information on the show, it's really easy. Go to WTMJ.com. I'm John Merkier. Thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.